Topics that concern your life, your community, and your safety. This is 5-0 Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Here's what you need to know. Hi, welcome back to another edition of 5-0 Info, the show where today a retired silent witness sergeant talks to the community. And when I say community, I'm talking the entire valley, A through Q, Avondale to Queen Creek, and everything in between. So if you have any information about an unsolved felony crime or a fugitive, please call Silent Witness at 480-WITNESS. That number straight up is 480-948-6377. You can also leave a tip online at silentwitness.org, also completely anonymous. And if that tip leads to an arrest or indictment of a suspect, an unsolved felony crime, you could earn up to $1,000. Or even more. You see, it truly pays to fight crime. But more importantly, you're keeping your community safe with silent witness. Well, if you remember that opening, that was me uh, t- 10 years ago. I was uh, the retired silent witness sergeant, Darren Birch, uh, for, uh, for the end cap of my police career, which was 30 years. And last night, my successor, Jamie Rothschild, called and said, hey, I need a guest host. He had a schedule conflict, and I said, oh, my gosh, I'd love to be back on the microphone talking to the great KTAR listener. So I'm joined with Ed Cole, producer, which I absolutely love you, Ed. You're, you're already, we're buddies already. <laughs> and uh, I don't have a guest, per se. So uh, I said, Jamie, what do you want me to talk about? I said, talk about your book. And the reason that's important is at the end of my career, I wrote a book called Twisted But True, and I did it solely as a fundraiser. 100% of my proceeds went to Silent Witness. And the reason for that is at the uh, when I became a Silent Witness sergeant was during that 2008, 2009, during the housing market collapse, the, uh, we might as well call it a recession, and we lost, oh my gosh, so, many, so much manpower and, and, excuse me, personnel, that when I took over the Silent Witness unit, we lost 50% of our personnel, but remarkably, because of the incredible um, young men, women that were uh, working in Silent Witness, we increased the arrest by fifty percent as well, which is a great uh, testament to their hard work. But it had an unusual side effect. You see, with fifty percent increase in arrests. Over 200 to 250 uh, fugitives, the worst of the worst, you're talking the murderers, rapists, robbers, all taken off the street. There was a reward mechanism part of that, and there's a 50% potentially increase in the payout of rewards. So at the fear of hurting the bank, the silent witness bank, because all that money that goes to rewards is not tax money. It is part of a nonprofit that raises that money for the Silent Witness program. So I kind of felt guilty at the end of my career and wanted to kind of pay forward, if you will. And one of the gigs I had, as you know, my, my successor, Jamie Rothschild, is always on TV and radio. And my predecessor, Paul Benzone, who's the sheriff of Maricopa County now, uh, was also always on radio and TV. And I did the same. And I had a show, it was a um, rock and roll morning show, where I would talk about the crime of the week. And they wanted me to also talk about that stupid suspect stories that you see on the internet. Well, at that time in 2009, I didn't really know the internet. I wasn't internet savvy. uh, So I didn't really trust it, didn't know how to vet it really at that time. So I would tell my own stories, um, you know, as much stupid suspect stories as there was dumb Darren dilemmas. Uh, As a rookie cop, finding myself trying to do good, but... 
sometimes stepping over my own feet. So it was a deprecating stories, these funny one-off stories uh, that were um, called by the radio station Twisted But True Tales. In fact, it was so popular that one Monday evening while I was driving around with my daughter, I was listening to that radio station, and they were doing a tease for that following morning when we do our segment. And they said, you know, join us tomorrow morning for... Silent Witness Sergeant Darren Burst and his Twisted But True Tales, and also Gene Simmons with Kiss. And I couldn't believe I was named before Gene Simmons. Uh, as much as I love to think that was because of the success of that show, it was because it was just a pecking order. <laughs> he followed me. so. Uh, but it was very successful, so much so that during one segment when I came out, I was in uniform. I had to do some press briefings and so forth, so I was actually in uniform. And someone ran up to me and said, I love your shows. I love those Twisted But True Tales. I mean, they're things about where I'd find somebody doing something they shouldn't do to a, uh, a chicken. And I, I worked sex grams at the time, so that gives you an idea. Um, I chased wild cows in the streets of Phoenix. Uh, there was times where, oh my gosh, I locked myself out of a car after arresting two drunk drivers in separate incidences at a far car pileup, uh, investigating sleep, uh, excuse me, sheep that had been slaughtered in a barn, uh, a woman that was throwing poop at cars. I've been in several shootouts, so I would talk about that. So I had a lot of these stories that, again, were uh, entertaining, I guess, compelling, riveting, uh, and, and frankly, darkly humorous. So I wrote the book when I retired in 2014, and I was able to talk about it even on this show because 100% of my proceeds went to Silent Witness. To date, just under $10,000 has gone to Silent Witness based on the success of, of that book. That book spawned a sequel, which was Twist But True, filling in the cracks. And again, deprecating humor, uh, I wanted to fill in the cracks of the stuff I missed in the first book. It was 30 more one-off stories. Again, demented, kind of fast, fun stories. In fact, it also has very sad, tragic stories. The first book, the bulk of it is my kind of patrol years. It spans a 30-year time period, but the second book spans a 30-year time period, but it primarily focused on my detective years and during which um, I was named detective of the year. So I had some honors and so forth. And some of those cases that I was honored from by are in the book. And one is called that one case. In fact, a company um, pr- production company that worked for ID channel picked it up on it and created a segment for their American detectives with Lieutenant Joe Kinda. I'm featured in the season finale of that ID Channel series called American Detectives with Lieutenant Joe Kinda. And for those uh, folks out there that just love forensic files and all things true crime, you know exactly who I'm talking about, Joe Kinda. And he was truly a wonderful person I got to work with. So my retirement, I end up transforming my an old retired cop into a author and the success of the second book again spanned the success uh to write a third book and i had done this radio show with these twisted but true tales for about three years so i had three books in me so i wrote the third book and it's just came out in time for halloween um and if you go to my website, which is twistedbuttrue.com, and you select the first book, which is just Twisted But True, it's part of the Amazon link that allows Amazon to provide 
a portion of their proceeds to also Silent Witness. And it earmarks it so I know that that book was selected and then 100% of my proceeds continue to go to Silent Witness for that particular book. Uh, and then, of course, the other two books are also available. But what I really liked about doing the book is in today's world, there's been a lot of negativity towards police profession, some appropriate, some completely inappropriate. Uh, you know, the murder of George Floyd, completely appropriate. That was a murder. Um, the hundred straight days of rioting in Portland, inappropriate. So what I like about the books is that they're, it's deprecating humor and allows me to kind of throw myself down. And have fun with myself at my own expense. And I think it helps humanize the police profession. I really do. So the first book is very, definitely humanizes police. It talks about, um, you know, our ups and downs as young officers. The second book, again, covers that time period of a, of a career where you talk about your detective year. So it's a little bit more professional. It's not as funny. There's definitely funny segments. Trust me, there's definitely funny segments um, because you can't do this job without laughing at yourself and some of the things that people do. They do the craziest things. And then the third book is the end cap of my 30 years where I was a um, detective sergeant in the homicide unit, uh, the night detective sergeant in a homicide unit, I should say. And a lot of the stories covered there. In fact, there's a couple that, again, some uh, for the small screen, some production companies are looking towards that as a potential uh, series to bring to a small screen. Um, what I love most about having written these books, first one, the money that I was able to provide Silent Witness, our community here in the Valley. Uh, again, uh, almost $10,000 was able to go to that. And that's a lot for a book. <laughs> book writers don't make a lot of money. Uh, the second book, um, at the proceeds, a portion, I should say, of the proceeds went to the uh, Arizona Victims Legal Rights Group and the Arizona Hero Memorial Writers, the Fallen Hero Memorial Writers, excuse me. Uh, so I was able to also help two other nonprofits in the second book. The third book, uh, I made a promise to my wife so I would stay married. <laughs> We're going to hold on to those proceeds for the third book uh, because I like being married, uh, having been married for 35 years. Uh, but this Halloween was the perfect time to introduce the third book. Uh, again, it's at twistedbutrue.com. It's on Amazon. It's at Barnes & Noble. In fact, the third book is now going to be in bookstores in California. Uh, then it's going to go to New York and then uh, eventually here in Arizona as well in the various books store so you can find it anywhere it's uh, the cover where there is a dead sheep on the cover and that's from the first book which was a, a chapter called uh, sheer sheep slaughter i have to say that slow because it's, it's a tongue twister um it's not for everybody i put a uh, um a warning a caveat that it's for those 18 and older primarily because of the graphic content dealing with sex crimes uh, and homicides. It is sometimes a very dark read. I also give individual uh, warnings with the different chapters. This may not be the best chapter to read while eating. Uh, I deal with a lot of decomposition um, scenarios with decomposing bodies, um, bloating bodies. Uh, you know, again, I worked night detectives uh, in the homicide unit as a, a sergeant. And there's a lot of macabre things that occur that you just have no idea that's out there. Uh, but yeah, some of the other stories that I, I talk about that are, um, are really riveting is a shootout. I, I 
reflect a shootout in the first book where I was in a, a shootout with a bank robber. And I put a lot of painstaking detail to put you, the reader, in my shoes. And at the end of each chapter is a twist. And the twist for the shootout is everything that I didn't see in that situation. I thought I was all alone and actually far from it, not to give away the twist, but I was far from being alone. Uh, Then it goes to the macabre where, like I said, dead bodies, um, one situation where me and the um, transportation team with the um, uh, coroner's office had come down to pick up a uh, a dead body. And uh, I was young. I was in my patrol days. And he was huge. I figured he had to be like 300 pounds. So I gave this real detailed uh, assessment of how I think we should do it. On the count of three, we'll each grab a limb, one, two, three, and then lift, not realizing that it was all hot air. It was gases. And so when we all lifted up at the same time, we literally, the arms and legs came off the bodies and into our, well, quite literally in our faces. Uh, so it's some of those really macabre, bizarre things. Uh, one neighbor asked another neighbor to help him remove a beer bottle from a place that a beer bottle should not fit in and ever be inside. Um, it was surgically removed at the hospital because of the suction it created. It's those type of twisted humors that may not be everybody's cup of tea. Uh, but if you like forensic files, you're helping the community uh, with Silent Witness, you're helping your your you know other with book two. You're helping the Arizona Victim Hero Memorial Writers and the Arizona Victims Legal Rights Group. Um, I just love my time with Bonneville and doing this show with Five Hundred Info. I can't thank uh, Ed Cole enough for sitting here and listening to me go on and on and on about this book and the uh, fundraising mechanism it provides to the community. Uh, it's been a fun ride. And for those cops out there listening, you want to retire, uh, it's a great gig to write a book. We need to be heard. We need to be seen. We need to be understood. Uh, it's very important. So I want to thank, again, Bonneville. I want to thank Jamie Rothschild for getting a hold of me and asking me to do this show. I want to thank uh, Ed Cole for the producing, and uh, I want to thank everybody out there. But most of all, I want to thank you, the listening audience, because without you, there is no silent witness that keeps us safe. So until next week, stay safe. You've been listening to 5-0 Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. For more about Silent Witness, go to silentwitness.org. That's silentwitness.org. Or call 480-WITNESS. That's 480-948-6377.